I'm Hannah. And I'm Javi. We're hardcore adults. Okay, well, we're trying to be. That's why we made this podcast. To give you the life advice that you may or may not want. Have you got your iced coffee? Obviously. Welcome back to Project Ice Coffee. Hey, guys. Episode 12. Are we up to episode 12? Oh, come on, it's our bot mitzvah. It's our bot mitzvah. It's our bot mitzvah. Mazel tov. Thank you. Mazel tov to you. Thank you. Thank you. It's our bot mitzvah episode. I love that. We're so, so special. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I'm Chana. I'm Chavi. Yeah, that's Chavi. Um, so Woo. welcome if you're new. And if you're old, then welcome again. Because you're back. You're still welcome. Even still, if you've I've, been listening until now. We're yeah, happy to have you. You're welcome. Um, yeah. So uh, we have a very, very fun podcast episode. Um, ready for we you do. Okay, Chavi. I just, I also, all the listeners, I just need to like <laughs> warn you guys. I okay. just got a random burst of energy. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> it like, came from me, Hana. It came from your Baba's house. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I literally like was laying on my bed 10 minutes ago. And I, I'm like, I'm like shaking. Like I need to have a dance party. And I, I, I'm have a dance like, party. it's going to come out in this episode. Okay, wait. So then I'm really excited for you to hear the reaction to my joke for today. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, let's hear a joke for the day. Okay, let's hear. I want to preface with that this is not, an original joke not that any of my jokes are original usually I just get them <laughs> off of Google jokes are original. <laughs> but this one in specific comes from um John Green and his brother Hank Green have a podcast oh, called yeah they're awesome they have a podcast called Dear Hank and John yeah so Hank Green had a really great joke <laughs> okay let's hear so he was saying how he wanted to talk about the COVID-19 vaccine but he's not sure that everybody's going to get it. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. That's a really, that's really funny. Right? Isn't that funny? First of all, super relevant to today's political climate. <laughs> yeah, which we're going to keep off of this podcast. We don't want political drama here. That's true. We're not a big fan of political drama. Um, no. So that, that was the extent of the political drama we're going to get into today. <laughs> yeah. And... Speaking of political drama, Hana, did you have an iced coffee today that you want to tell us about? <laughs> yes. So, um, right here, it also, again, we're, we started recording at night. Like, I think our listeners yeah. need to know that. So, I don't have an iced coffee here and now. Right now, I have my beautiful cup of water. That's my, it's my social Ooh. distance queen water bottle, because I am a social distance it's cool. queen. Um, Facts. Filled with water, because I realize I am extremely dehydrated by the amount of coffee that I had today. Also fat. Yes. So this morning I actually went to the bagel store and I got a coffee. Ooh. I got an iced coffee with almond milk, like really nothing special because was I'm really good? after, yeah, it was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, because after Pesach, I feel so disgusting by how much sugar yeah. has been inhaled in my body that like, That's I'm like, okay, right. I cannot eat sugar or dairy forever. No, not forever. Literally Cause forever. I do love sugar and dairy, but I decided that I think I'm going to like stay away from it for a little bit for now. Um, okay. So we're sticking with my regular either cold brew or regular iced coffee with almond milk for a, a stick a while, but it was really good. I really, I really appreciated it. And then I had another coffee after, I think maybe that's why I'm okay. shaking, even though this was like seven, six, seven hours ago. So you should be good. But I guess like if you had to, I mean, speaking of someone who has 
one or two on the regular <laughs> I don't know like what like I have to stand on but like you'll be fine you'll I'll be, be okay fine. exactly exactly I know it's been it's really been so long like we didn't have an episode um I know due to some personal reasons we both um, had the um some some personal things cropped up but we are back we're back ever. but now we, we have to have, we have to have a coffee catch-up we do. We're going to have a quick coffee catch up with you guys because it's just been so long. So yeah. Fauna's going to start us off and Fauna's going to tell us all about um, her midterm experience because one of, our first, experience. one of our first episodes was talking about midterms and finals in high school. But let me tell you guys, you also have midterms and finals in college. Okay, but let me tell you, if you're in Queens College, the midterms like are nothing. Oh, for real? <laughs> I had one midterm, two. Okay, one? let me tell you. I ha- I'm taking five classes. I had one official midterm. It was a project. It. Yeah, it was a project for my design class that I actually, I really enjoyed this project. Like it was an enjoyable project. I had to recreate a movie poster. Ooh, that's pretty Which cool. was really fun. So I really enjoyed that. Um, like, so like that was that. like my official midterm. And then for my history class, we had to write um, a progress report for ourselves. For yourself. Which, yeah, which I thought was very interesting. So like we had to that write um, a few paragraphs saying like, okay, I think I'm, I'm, um, I'm doing well on the homework. I'm, I'm paying attention in class. I'm taking notes, like just so that like the teacher knows where you're at. Um, right. And that was our midterm. And then the other classes, I did not have a midterm. Okay, well, welcome well, to Queens, Queens, Queens. That, Queens, makes Queens. Really, that makes me really sad because I had like five midterms and yeah. it, it was really How intense. did that go? What did How I did have? I had a some we did better than others. I had the cool thing about Stern is that you have Judaics and Gen Ed, general studies. That's fun. We call it. So I had a poli sci midterm, which we're not going to talk about, but we passed it. It's over. Baruch so, Hashem. Baruch Hashem. I had to write a paper for my Devarim class, which I actually did really well on, and I gave a presentation. That's amazing. That was cool. Happy yeah. And thank you, thank you. And then what else did we have? I had to write a paper for my English class. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, it was one time. And then I had a Gemara test. Yes, that's right, kids. More political drama for you. I had Gemara. Abby's taking Gemara. Abby takes Gemara. It was pretty intense. (laughs) I know. I know. But that was a fun time. And I think that was it, actually. Oh, and then I had a psychology midterm. I had my psych midterm. Wow. That's really, really intense. I'm very thankful yeah. that I did not have many midterms. You should be, because guess what? I'm a psych major in CERN, and I only took one psych class this semester. So, <laughs> That's incredible. So let me know. I'll let you know. I'll Please let, let me you know. know. Let I will let you know. know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so then um, after the, midterms yeah. came Pesach. Pesach, yeah. Javi, how was your Pesach? My pace off was incredible. I was in Orlando with so the rest of the Jewish nation. Yep. I'm telling you, the entire five towns was there. I was, I was home. literally, no one was here. That's scary. Wow. Empty. Empty. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people were either in Miami or Orlando. I know some people went to Arizona. Um, yeah. I was in, I was in Encore, which is like, if you know anything about the Orlando area, there's a bunch of these vacation rental homes that are like grouped together in little villages for yeah. lack of a better word and like little compounds yeah yeah it's like a is. it's like yeah. a village 
Yeah, you could call it like a village. Right, like village. So I was in the one that's called Encore, which like a lot of Jews were there also. It was a lot that's of fun. Really fun. My college roommate was actually also there. So that was That's nice. cute. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. So you got to and tell I someone. Ran in, yeah, I ran into like a lot of people that I haven't seen in years because that's just how it works. Yeah, that is literally yeah. how it works. So it was a fun time. I got a really cool tan, guys. You can't see it, but I got the coolest. Yeah, Javi got an incredible tan. Hannah, I'm going to show you. Do you see that line on my arm? She has, guys, I'm going to describe it for you. She has the biggest, sneeest tan you could ever see in your life. I'm not not going to lie. Like, I'm really proud. Yeah, you really should be. It's right below the elbow. And it's, Mm -hmm. and also she's heavy so she tans very easily so like you can't you can't blame her otherwise it's there's true. me who burns really easily and That's also true. then your legs get swollen <laughs> based on a true again. story <laughs> speaking of true stories speaking of true stories <laughs> how was your face off in the holy five towns the halo go five towns it was really nice um we're usually home for Pesach, so like it wasn't anything different but it was really it was right. like a very special chill i really like being home it's very it's very homey like i know that's, that's like awesome. cliche that like when you're home like it's homey but like right my family baruch hashem lives very very close in the yeah. five towns area so we get to have a lot of meals together and also mind you for the past year it was corona Corona. So, corona. Corona. <laughs> so we 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 really weren't letting anyone in our house and we didn't go into anybody else's house this was like the first time mm-hmm. that Baruch Hashem, people were vaccinated or had antibodies that like we let people in our house and it's a big deal it was, it was a really big deal and it was like such it was such like a overwhelming feeling it was like such a but like it's such a good feeling because right. it was really back to normalcy and also I love Pesach I know very many people have mixed emotions about Pesach mm-hmm. I Pesach is probably my favorite holiday I love Pesach so much so I know that we definitely have this conversation before up until this year I was never a big fan of Pesach mm-hmm. just because I never enjoyed what my Pesach plans were oh yeah that makes sense yeah, like my family has been going to this hotel for like a number of years, and the hotel itself was really nice. I just because I you were not vibing never, with it. Yeah, I just like never had a great experience. I didn't really vibe well there, so I just like didn't enjoy being there. But this day itself was really nice because our Hashem has got a big family with lots of married siblings and nephews and nieces. Um, so the fact that we were all able to be together at one table in like we were in two houses, but we ate all the meals together, which yeah. is a big deal. We've never all been together for the seder at the same time. That's really but, really nice. That was an exciting time. That's really something special. Yeah. Did you do anything fun on Kalamoid? Kalamoid? I will tell you, I'm not like a big Kalamoider. Like, I Did you just say Kalamoid? Kalamoid? Yeah. I'm very. Do you you actually say Kalamoid? So, my dad, when he speaks Hebrew, um, very subconsciously, will say like Tyra, Maisha, Kalamoid. Oh, yeah. I see that. (laughs) Yeah. So, I guess like just being home for as long as I was, it kind of slipped in a little bit. Kalamoid. Kalamoid. Like I've a, never heard you say that though. Kalamoid. That's a fun fact. I don't know. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. Choo-choo. Okay. Choo-choo. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm not like a big into, into trips. I don't really love like roller coasters or amusement parks. So for the most part, we were in Orlando. Thank God. You're also in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just able to chill by the pool. There was one night where I went to an amusement park with friends, which was a lot of fun. That's so fun. Um, 
we were yeah we were racing go-karts it was it was my roommate's birthday so we went to a really cool that's really park. cute yeah so that was a fun time and also Colin and I went shopping one day in our favorite store <gasps> in Ross that's our favorite store in Ross I Colin, love Ross. Listeners about Ross I I'm obsessed with Ross. So for yeah. those of you who don't know, like I, Javi knows this for sure. I am a very cheap person. Not like, <laughs> not like I'll buy anything for cheap, but if I could get a good deal, like that's my life. <laughs> so like I shop deal. at Burlington, at Marshall's, TJ Maxx. Those are my favorite stores, but oh, the yeah. best of the best is Ross. Um, and the best oh. ones are really on the West coast and they just have the best yeah. brands for the best prices. So you get really good stuff for really cheap. And that is momish my life. I love that. No, guys, so, I just want to be clear. Like, you get great stuff. I got perfume from this brand called Vince Camuto, which is normally a pretty high-end brand. And it was only $8. That's Ross. It's incredible. That's Ross. That's an incredible find. Like, I, I got, yeah, like, I got, um like, really nice Aldo sneakers, which is, like, a nice brand for $10. Like, it's Wild. the best place. Guys, um, I just want to I want to put out a challenge right now if any of our listeners end up in either Florida or somewhere on the west coast and you go to a Ross take a picture of you there or like stuff that you got there send it to us on Instagram or like hashtag us tag us at Project Ice Coffee we'll repost you because Connor and I are like diehard Ross fans we are and, yeah. and if hard. you are also a diehard Ross fan or even like a quasi diehard Ross fan <laughs> let us know yeah, Ross is simply the best. It's incredible. Yeah. Also, because I I love the thrill of the hunt. Like True. looking through everything <laughs> to find something. You need to spend it. You can't just like walk in, like look around and like, walk out. No, no, no. You need a good like an hour and a half there. You need to search through you everything. You gotta take your time and search mm-hmm. through everything. So the big struggle with Ross right now is that their dressing rooms are closed because of Rona yeah so you got to be prepared to do a lot of re- trying on at home and returning yeah that's the tea. yeah yeah so that's a little bit of a sad story but ross is still an incredible place to go it really really is yeah okay so anything else that we need to catch up on like how was your going back to Did school you- after pesach um coming back to school was pretty chill stern is doing like i'm back in the stern dorms i got back here monday today we're recording on sunday so yeah. i've been here since mon like a monday of the previous week yeah and classes were online last week they wanted to like smooth into the yeah, transition and like yeah not come back in person right away um i got my first vaccine dose this week muscle tub that's thank really you, exciting thank you it was very exciting it was actually a crazy story because Someone posted on one of the Stern chats, like, if anyone wants a vaccine, let me know. And I was like, but you're just, like, handing out vaccines. So I messaged her, and she said that on the YU campus, they had, like, four extras. Um, so this Whoa. was Arab Shabbos. So Stern is in Midtown Manhattan, and YU is in Washington Heights. So I jumped on a subway. I, like, yeeted all the way to the Heights. I got there, and they were like, yeah, and I got my first dose. It was totally unexpected. I woke up That's that morning, incredible. like... Yeah, I was going to stay in Stern for Shabbos anyway, but I was, like, taking my time, living my day, and at, like, 1 p.m., I just ran for the heights. That's, wow, what a story. Baruch Hashem, yeah. that's amazing. Crazy stories. That's so, we're so very good. Excited. I'm so happy you got vaccinated. That's also, I mean, thank that's you, also an you. update of me. Like, I'm fully vaccinated, Baruch Hashem. Fully vaccinated? Yeah, this is, like, this is, like, so old honest. news. <laughs> okay, I knew that you were fully vaccinated. I didn't know that you were fully vaccinated. Yeah, I got fully vaccinated in the middle of March. Like, Baruch Hashem, I'm good to go. Well, I'm really happy for you. 
Piggy, you see, we need to catch up. Like we haven't spoken in a really long time. I know it's really been a hot minute because because it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. Okay, Javi, do you know what's happening this week? Um, as a former Beijakov girl, current YU student, I can tell you very confidently that the yomes are happening. This the week. yomes. I don't know if that's an official term. Like the yomes. I call it the yomes because it's yeah. it's Yoma Shoah, then Yoma Zikaron is this coming Wednesday, and Yoma Atzmat is on Thursday. It's true. Hana, I have to tell you, yeah. when I was in ninth grade in Shalamit, one of the most confusing parts was keeping track of all the yomes when they were and what they were for there are there are a lot of yomes it's a little confusing it's confusing there's only three i get that no i get that especially someone like coming in from not you're what you went from like zero to 100 very quickly yeah like we we had i don't remember if it was for yoma shawah for yoma zikaron oh for our listeners to just like clarify yoma shawah which was last week is holocaust commemoration day the shawah in hebrew is the holocaust Yomazi Karon is um, Israel Memorial Day for fallen IDF soldiers. So any soldiers that um, died in the line of duty, we remember them. And Yom Hatzma'ut is Israeli Independence Day. So that is the day um, back in 1948 that Israel officially gained independence and became like its own country. This is information that I did not have for a very long time. Yeah, really so that's actually what I wanted to ask you because you were in the Beisiaco system for your yeah. elementary and middle school and then you went to a Zionist high school. So those are very big opposites. So I want to hear from from you, like how, how was that going from literally zero to 100, like celebrating nothing then to celebrating everything right. with music and everything, like the whole shebang. So Hannah, first as usual, I want to thank you for asking such a fantastic question. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> thank you so much um, and second of all um yeah it was pretty wild I don't know if any other girls who have gone from the Jackal Elementary to Zionist High School have had a similar experience I haven't spoken to many but it was really crazy because I had never heard the words Yomatma'ud or Hatikva um, like in my life I didn't know what these things were um, I used to mix up Hatikva and Shakshuka I could not keep them straight for a very long time <laughs> thank god we're past that <laughs> That was that I can see how you could get those two mixed up. Right? Like I just didn't know. It was also weird because like I grew up going to the Israeli Day Parade. My parents took me every year, even as a kid. I guess I just oh. never made the distinction between like Medina Israel and like I don't know, like the whole shtick with the Israeli government and all that. Like I just didn't know. Uh-huh. Um so ninth grade was definitely a big transition because we would listen to music on Yomatsmud, which was during Sira, which like I didn't fully understand. I, I had never celebrated Yomatsmud of Khag. Making a bracha on Hallel was like a very new concept to me. Also, when we, so as I was saying before, we had programming for either Yom HaShoah or Yom HaZikaron, I don't remember which. And we were all on stage and there was only 11 of us. That was Yom HaShoah. Yom HaShoah. So we all had to sing Hatikva. Um, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know Hatikva. I didn't know what it was. I had no idea it was the Israeli National Anthem. I had, I didn't know the words. And everyone else in our grade was like, yeah, for sure. Like Hatikva, like they knew it as well as they knew Makovu. And I was, very thrown off by that and a teacher actually approached me afterwards and she was like you really got to learn that song because it was very obvious <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying <laughs> I just kept saying watermelon over and oh, over again that's what you do when you don't know what like what to say I do remember after oh that was 10th grade when we learned it in our Ivert class yeah so that's why in our Ivert class when the youngs were coming up they broke it down and they and they yeah. taught it to us for the girls who didn't know it wow <laughs> so that was, yeah 
because that's like a yeah. very big staple in the Zionist school. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then by the time I was a senior, like it became. Yeah, and now you now you're interest. an Israeli. Like you're straight up an yeah. Israeli. <laughs> so I was just saying, yeah, like my Hebrew's gotten much better. I've definitely yeah. become more of a of a Zionist, as one would say. But it's definitely it's definitely still something that I have to like think twice about. It's uh. Because growing up, it was not like a staple part of my Judaism at all. Part of me feels like I like I learned a new part of the religion. And do you do you about. think like like this was this was good for you? Like you benefited from this? Yeah, for sure. I think it's pretty cool. That we like you, you felt this was something that you were like. Did you feel that this was something that you're missing? And then like when you celebrated celebrated it in ninth grade, you're like, oh, like I I need this now every year. So I think in ninth grade, I was a little bit focus on the confusion part because it was also new yeah um but I think now that I'm like in, in college and I'm a lot older and I can think about it I think it is very important to understand that before 1948 we were physically not allowed to go to Israel like COVID-19 aside the fact that you can get on a plane and like in theory just like go to, why are you laughing at me <laughs> it was funny that you said COVID-19 aside when we're talking about 1948 <laughs> <laughs> it is way too late at night <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I ruined yeah. the moment. You're on a really good train of thought. Okay. Where's my train of thought? Choo-choo. Okay, oh, the fact that in theory you can easily get on a plane and just kind of hop over to Israel, I think is a really big deal. That's something that we were not able to do um, 70 plus years ago. I think it's like yeah. 75 years at this point, give or take. I don't know the exact number. Um, and I think it is very important to commemorate that and to remember that that was something that happened and to celebrate that. And also to honor the fallen IDF soldiers who stake their lives so that take care of us and who continue to stake their lives to protect Israel and to keep it functioning and going. The fact that I was able to go to seminary is because of them, is because of what happened in 1948. And, you know, Israeli politics aside, you know, it's, still, it's our country. It's a country for Jews and it wasn't like that for a long time and now it is. And it's cool stuff. So the yeah. moral of the story is that I, I love Israel very much. You do. I know we're talking to a future Israeli right here. A current Israeli, a future Israeli citizen. It's true. It's true. I don't want to do anything. We're not going to. I'm going to stone forever and ever. I just wanted to ask you what it was like to grow up on, on Yom Atzmud and, and all of the Yoms and what it was like to celebrate them as a kid because I, I have to live vicariously through you. You have to live through me. I didn't have. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to be honest. So I I went to Shalomis Elementary um, School and Middle School. So we celebrated mm -hmm. all the Yoms every year, which was really um, special and really nice. And I'm really happy that I was able to grow up with that, to grow up with that experience and grow up with like that pride for Israel. Um, yeah. I mean, it was very, it was very different um, every year. I think also, I think probably from like first through sixth grade, um, I didn't really understand <laughs> what the, like what the deal was. Like, like Wait, really? oh, they, yeah. Like, I didn't know, I didn't really know that it was like Yom Atzma. Like, I thought we were just like having a fun day to celebrate because we, right. so I knew, I knew a lot about Yom HaShoah because I, I'm a granddaughter of Holocaust survivors. Right. Um, so I know a lot about my history and a lot about my past. And like, we remember it in school, we remember it at home. So like, that's, that's a very um, meaningful day for um, all the Jewish people and my family, especially. Um, so that's something that like we would, I, I would know about every year, but 
even like Yom Zikaron and Yom Hatma, like I, I, I remember being a little bit confused. Like I always look forward to that day in the calendar. I knew it was sometime after Pesach where right. we would have like an Israel fair and like we, every classroom would be like a different part of Israel and you had projects and activities and you would dance. And then they made the lunchroom look like an airplane as if we were flying to Israel. I like, I remember that very clearly. So and I, I love that, but I, I just remember being confused. Like why, why are we doing this? Um, right. And then I think as I got older, I really understand, I really understood more of the meaning behind everything, the meaning behind Yom Asmaud and Yom Azikaron. Um, and I really appreciate having, like having that understanding and also just having this, like that experience from my childhood, um, from my school and from my home, um, all through seminary and even this year like I decided that even though I'm in Queens College um we don't celebrate Yom Asma in Queens College <laughs> so I'm what? like I know right shocker <laughs> so like I decided I I want to celebrate Yom Asma on my own I need to do something so I'm having a barbecue with my friends like yeah yeah so that's that's I like I feel like it's something that's a part of my life it's something that's important to me Israel is important to me it's special um so let's celebrate it yes I don't know if that makes yeah. sense but okay I think it made sense. I can hear the train in the background. Wow. <laughs> That's my train of thought. Sorry. It's leaving. Oh, no. Speaking of Hannah's train of thought, heading out the window. Yeah. Hannah lives right by the seat of her train track. Okay, now so everyone could come and stalk me. Right. So now everyone could stalk Hannah. I mean, the train tracks are pretty long. Yeah. No, um, I live I live near the train, so you could hear it very clearly. Yeah. I People remember, who like, sleep over by my house, like, they don't get it. They think I'm up all night. And... Was between that and the the flight path is the right plane. above me for the planes and the planes are also very loud so people who like come in yeah. from Muncie or from like Baltimore and they're like how the heck do you sleep at night <laughs> like there are it's planes scary. there are trains it's so loud but for me it's just background noise I'm so used to it Literally. it's the same like my house is not far from Peninsula mm-hmm. now everyone knows where I live too <laughs> and my room will sometimes shake like when really big trucks go by they'll like rattle a pothole that also connects to like under my house and like things will fall off my desk if like too many cars go by and you yeah know, that's people, a are scary. Just, people are like how people are like how on earth do you sleep here i'm like i don't know large truck horns are just lullabies <laughs> <laughs> and they're your lullabies so, well, i mean now if you guys so didn't know like heavy lives in the city so i'm sure it's not that different oh my gosh guys okay but we're not doing really this again. <laughs> i have a really major plus this fun fact for everybody I go to Stern. Javi <laughs> <gasps> lives in the city. I live in the city. What's Whoa. If you guys ever see, sometimes they'll post stories like from Bryant Park or Whoa. from around the city. So All the million Starbucks wild. that you have there. I know. Guys, we really are on a mission to get Starbucks to notice our account. It's got to happen. It's really, it's got to happen. happen. We're Project Ice Coffee. Happen. Starbucks is iced coffee. Like, come on. Starbucks is iced coffee. Like, we we just have to get their attention. After we get Starbucks, we can work on getting Duncan's attention, but I feel like one step at a time. Because Starbucks is, Starbucks is elite. Starbucks is elite. So I feel like once we get there, there's nothing that we can't do. Exactly. Exactly. So, so that's our goal for this podcast. That's, our that's one really single goal. We have, this podcast is one goal, and it's not to give quasi-advice to the young women of the Jewish community, and it is not to give Hannah and myself something to put on our LinkedIn profiles and future work <laughs> resumes. The purpose of this podcast is to get Starbucks to like our Instagram page. That is the the sole purpose of this podcast. Sole purpose. To get also, Starbucks to notice us. To get Starbucks to notice us. Guys, I also want to give y'all 
I just said y'all. You just said y'all. We're just going to accept that and move on. We're just going to move on. The one piece of advice I could give you all. <laughs> there we go. Um, is to, I don't know y'all. Oh my God. Honey. Oh, I literally <laughs> Southern. It's the tan. I'm telling you. you. It's the Florida paste. That's the tan. I'm telling you. It's made me Southern. You're Southern now. I can't English. I can't. I'm just Southern now. Um, Having the podcast. I don't know, Fauna, if you can relate to this, has been really great for my work-life experience. Um, not that I've been applying for so many jobs, but I've been applying to summer programs and I applied for this position intern. Um, and every time they bring up like, oh, tell us more about this podcast that you do. So my advice to our listeners would be not necessarily to have specifically a podcast, if that's something you're into, please go ahead and, and do that. I think podcasts are awesome. If you need help getting started, message us on Instagram, we'll give you some tips. Oh, yeah. how to get started um but to have something kind of unique that stands out whether it's like a blog or a business that you run or just like something cute or like something some sort of job that you had that's unique um yeah the podcast has just been really great for individuality yeah. on a resume yeah it's really awesome but I also just want to clarify that like that is not the reason why we're doing this podcast like for sure like, not our for reason sure. is because me and Javi need to catch up with each other because we never see each other <laughs> and we want reason. to we want to give advice to all of you who could benefit or won't and just like listening to us for some odd reason <laughs> um but this like that is a really big added bonus and we do appreciate that yeah yeah, yeah. That, that was my so, two cents that's your two cents um shall we move on I think we should because I'm really excited for. I'm so excited for our next topic. Up. I'm so excited. You want to introduce it? Yeah. So, our next, uh, should we call it like a little game that we're gonna play? It's like a little conversation game situation. Can we call it an icebreaker to get to know each other better? Yeah, because it's like we don't <laughs> we don't know each other at all. We barely know each other. Hi, so I'm Khan Adler. Nice to Hi, meet you. Hi, my name is Sunny Carlop. So nice to meet you. Virtual. So we're going to play this little icebreaker game called mm-hmm. Unpopular Opinions. Woo! Where we are going to pick a topic and share our opinions on it. I'm so excited. It's very, it's as simple as that. Okay. Hannah, I'm saying the first one. Are you ready? Yeah, you go, you say the first one. Okay, guys. Unpopular opinion. Water is not wet. Ooh, okay. Wait, no, I actually have to think about this one. Water. Okay. While you think, water I will wet. say. Yeah, you say. Water and is then not wet. You think water is not wet. Water is not wet. Okay. Wait. Okay. Yeah, I don't think water is wet either. Water is not wet. I'll tell you why. I'll tell, I used to think that water was wet. and I got Yeah, that's why I'm confused because yeah. you used to think water is wet. I and did. I Me always and my- thought water was not wet and we would disagree exactly I'll tell you I was talking to my brother Shimmy about it we didn't get into a fight we were having we were talking about it and I used to think that water was wet but then he made a very good point that water makes other things wet but exactly. water itself cannot be wet exactly right so like if water is on a surface then that surface is wet but the water itself is just water so it can't be wet 100 percent 100 percent I just, I also want to say that we have a lot of un- other unpopular opinions to discuss that Han and I don't agree on, so they're going to be a lot more fun. Yeah, it's going to be a lot more fun, but that was a good starter icebreaker. Yeah, I just happen to love that one because <laughs> it makes no sense, but it makes sense. Yeah, that's a really funny one. Okay, so I'll do the next one. Okay. Um, I, I do not like tomatoes. I think oh. they are gross and disgusting. They ruin mm-hmm. sandwiches. They ruin mm-hmm. salads they they are just they're useless 
No, they're not useless. They're yummy. I don't, I don't get it. They're, they're slimy. They're, there's so many seeds inside of it. How do you, how do you eat it? And the, the thing is, with is your that, teeth, Fauna, how do you eat anything? No, obviously, but their <laughs> flavor is so sharp and like so yeah it like overtakes the entire salad or sandwich that when I bite into a sandwich and there is a slice of a tomato in it the only (laughs) thing I will taste is the tomato okay I'm gonna disagree because I think that tomato is a very complimentary flavor to the other things that you would find in like a salad or a sandwich or other places that'd be appropriate to have tomatoes and I don't find the taste to be overpowering I find it to be a great addition no no. And it's very tasty and it's yummy and they're also very good for you. No, I never yes. like tomatoes. And they're, they're not, okay. I have it to be, I don't like whole tomatoes. I like cherry tomatoes. Like whole tomatoes I'll give you, but even whole tomatoes are great on hamburgers. I don't like They just either. add, no? Yeah, whenever I order a salad, whenever I order a sandwich, no tomatoes ever. I know because if it does come with tomatoes, who takes all your tomatoes? Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing. I do like ketchup, but That's I don't eat ketchup. Huh? I let me like I like ketchup I'll eat ketchup with french fries but I have not eaten really fun fact about me I have not eaten ketchup in eight years what yeah it's been eight years since you last had ketchup I have not had ketchup in eight years (laughs) what am I supposed to do with this information like spray ketchup on you like this is not okay I know I mean like I I don't know I just stopped eating ketchup one day I'm like I could do life without this it's only my me just to be like that. You know, like one day I just stopped speaking Amazing. Russian Hara. Amazing. Amazing. Eight years old. Like that would be the goal. That one day I just be like, I haven't spoken Russian Hara in eight years. No, oh, I'll guys. actually tell you. I'll actually tell you. I was on like a very strict diet when I was younger. Like I was with a nutritionist mm. and they're like, mm. yeah, like try to avoid things with extra sugar. They're like, for example, ketchup. So then I stopped eating ketchup. And then even when I stopped going to that nutritionist, like I just didn't continue eating ketchup because like it wasn't, I don't need it. But I will tell you, even though I like ketchup, French fries with Caesar dressing is much better. 10 times better. Mm, okay. A thousand times so better. I don't, not necessarily with Caesar dressing, but French fries dipped in fun things is definitely a favorite activity of mine. In Israel, I got very into French fries dipped in maple syrup. What? I know. I When I first saw it, because I was ordering from Burger Bar, Burger Bar, Burger Bar, Burger, Burger Bar, Bar. In Israel. Right, that place. <laughs> and I was ordering French fries and they were like, and I was looking through the sauce options and I saw maple syrup and I was like, that's so weird. And I desperately want to try it. Fun fact about me is I love weird food combinations and yeah. I'm always down to try any weird food combo. Yeah. So it was like totally getting on that. And it was so good. And for the rest of my time in Israel, every time I got French fries, I got it with maple syrup. So that's good. really interesting. I don't like maple syrup. Fauna, oh, you're missing out. Just I don't like ma- maple syrup. And this leads us to our next one. I don't like cereal. Cereal is the greatest food of all time. It's literally what I live on. You can ask my parents. I eat cereal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I know like, you do. You should eat. They're like, honey, you should try other things. And I was like, well, I don't have French fries and I don't have maple syrup. So I'm just going to pound cereal for the rest of my life. I don't like any type of cereal. And one of the main reasons is that I don't like milk. You don't like milk? No, I don't like the taste of milk. So I can't have it in cereal. But then I, I don't know. I feel like cereal and milk are so... Or, or always together that even I, I had cereal milk as a kid so even when I eat cereal now I taste milk oh interesting because like okay. my mind associates it with milk so now I can't even have cereal now you see what okay I mean? so Fana, I will tell you yeah. one of the first times that I slept by your house and then 
we woke up in the morning and you're like oh what do you want for breakfast and I was like oh just like cereal and milk and you're like oh, I don't really eat cereal but like I'll see what we have and I didn't say anything but internally I was like who am I becoming friends with a girl who doesn't eat cereal eat cereal I was shocked my neshama hurt like you don't I'm really sorry you don't need to like you should be like I accept your apology you know what I'm actually not sorry I'm not sorry to be me I don't like wow. cereal yeah I wow. received my apology for myself you guys heard it here first on Project Best Coffee. Javi and Sana. cereal beef. Yeah, but I have, I have wonderful breakfast, let me tell you. I make smoothies. I have too. yogurts. I make parfaits. I make eggs. True. I make avocado toast. Who needs cereal? First of all, cereal is the life force that keeps me going. And second of all, I have a lot of acaras with hope for Hana, who every time I slept over at her house, it made me really yummy scrambled eggs in the morning with like toast and a nice coffee it was very fancy and it was delicious sometimes she would cut up an avocado like it was a whole to do and I thoroughly enjoyed you're welcome yeah Thank so that's you. usually but, my breakfast but it's also, usually like when, yeah that's true but also like when we finish recording I will be having cereal I just want to oh make yeah that that's like, for sure you should take yeah like it's been in, it's been in my mind yeah like the you entire time that we've been recording I've been thinking about eating cereal what cereals do you like that's such a great question <laughs> <laughs> you just got so excited I will tell you that Trader Joe's has fantastic cereals. My top recommendations are their version of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which is called like Crunch Cinnamon Toast or something. I don't know. Okay, that works. Um, which is good. And they also have something called Strawberry O's, which is like clumps of yogurt flavored clusters with strawberry flavored Cheerio type cereal, which I also love. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like one time there was a pumpkin spice cereal. Yes. So Trader Joe's makes something called pumpkin O's around pumpkin spice time. And Cheerios also makes pumpkin flavored Cheerios, uh, which I also love. So also delicious, that's like a seasonal. double whammy for me of things that I don't like. Oh, that's right. I'm the pumpkin girl. I don't like pumpkin spice. I don't like pumpkin. I don't like pumpkin pie. I don't, I'm not a pumpkin girl. So pumpkin cereal is like a no-no for me. <laughs> No, I mean, no. Listen, pumpkin's a very acquired taste. I am very forgiving of people who don't like pumpkin. It's a okay. very acquired taste. Okay, fine. Thank you. Thank you. I okay. appreciate that. I appreciate that. For sure. Yeah. Speaking okay, Javi, what's next? Something that Connor appreciates that Javi does not is watermelon. Oh, oh I love watermelon. <laughs> uh, guys, when <laughs> Chobani came out with watermelon flavored yogurts, it was all Connor could talk about for like a month. It was my favorite thing on earth. It still is. And they don't have it anymore. And it makes me so sad to this day. But I have to tell you, I am so obsessed with it that under, (laughs) like in our yearbook, in our high school yearbook, we have this page called starter packs of like things that like are, is this person. So like Javi has like dance and I have like Broadway and, and red hair with a bun. So like half bun. Cause I don't wear a bun. I wear like a half bun. It's funny because I'm actually wearing a regular bun now. Oh yeah, true. If you guys have ever seen that trend on Instagram where like you make a collage of pictures and it's like, how about that starter pack? So we did it for a yearbook for each girl. Yeah. So a really big one for me was Chobani watermelon yogurt. Chobani watermelon yogurt. I love, I love regular watermelon. It's such a good snack. I think it's the best snack ever. Found it. But, but watermelon flavored food like watermelon flavored Laffy Taffies and watermelon flavored Airheads and water. Oh my goodness. Those are Minashamai. Those are so good. Are- I cannot back you up on this. First of all, actual watermelon is gross. Like it's mushy. 
I like, don't understand how wanna, you think this way. Why would I want to bite into it? Like I've never had a piece of watermelon where I was like, yum, watermelon. I was like, this is gross. No. And you get the don't crunchy, enjoy the crunchy, Ugh. watery, red. No. Also, it gets all over your hands. Like, the juice drips no, everywhere. No, you use a fork. Use a fork. You don't use your you hands. Mean, you eat watermelon with a fork? Yeah, you have it in cubes. I cube it. Oh, no, you eat it in like triangles. That's like a camp thing. Yeah. That's yeah, my experience with watermelon. Cubes. Okay, oh, so I mean, one day you're going to come over and I'm going to feed you watermelon. No. <laughs> yeah, because you only had camp watermelon, which is very different than like gourmet watermelon. No, I mean, like I've had watermelon at home, but like my brother, who my brother's a chef, fun fact for all our fans out there. So when he cuts up the watermelon, like, very nicely and, like, pretty triangles, so it looks really good because, like, it looks pretty, and then I bite into it, and I'm, like, I regret all my life decisions because this watermelon I mess. don't, I don't get you. I don't, I don't, I don't I like don't, the texture, I don't like the taste at all. I thought everyone likes watermelon. I thought everyone likes cereal. Oh, fine, fine, touche. 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 You know what else is one of my very unpopular opinions? What, what's next? I do not like flowers as a romantic gesture. I just don't. Oh, okay. You know what? Wait, I'm going to follow that up with a question because I'm, I'm actually okay. curious. Okay, let's see. If someone sent you flowers, like, would you not like that? Okay, I wouldn't be upset if someone went out of their way to send me flowers. I think that's very thoughtful that someone went out of their way to send me a gift. I think that flowers in general are very annoying to take care of they die very quickly they're very messy they're annoying to put in the vase they attract bugs and like they just like I said like they die quickly and then they look gross and then they're just sitting in the vase and you just have to get rid of them and like I just don't have an interest why and also they're expensive why would you spend so much money on something that's gonna go on the garbage in like five minutes when you can get something that's equally as pretty that will last longer or you like you'll get more use out of I disagree I think flowers okay. are a really nice gesture <laughs> because then you leave them okay. on your table and you get to look at them and it reminds you of that person. Not that like, like, I, I ever personally received flowers from someone. Me neither. <laughs> me neither. So I don't but know. if someone were to send me flowers, hint, hint. <laughs> um, am I sending you flowers now? Like what? <laughs> or whoever's listening. If anyone wants to send the phone to flowers, she her address is next to the train tracks. Feel free to send her as much send flowers. Send me as, as you so want. many flowers. Because they're pretty and you like you put them you put them in a vase and like as you're cutting them, like you're thinking of this person and like you're so great. No, as you're cutting them, your hands are falling off because they're so stiff. Okay, well then you need to get a good flower cutter. Oh shka, I probably have to buy flower cutters too after yes. someone paid all this money for flowers. Yes. Yeah, I, I appreciate flowers. I think I think it's a really nice gesture. It's romantic. I think it's a classic. It is a classic. Yeah. It's true. Also, flowers have weird names. Like, I hear people talk about flowers, and they're like, the hydrangeas went really well with the marigolds. I'm like, I don't know what I'm saying. It's really funny, because I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> like, I know what I, those flowers are. Okay, I was, I was just, like, pulling words out of my head. <laughs> I'm glad that one of us knows what I'm talking about. You know, I guess I'm just a little higher class than you. Wow, okay, she went there. Wow, I know Shade, uh, we're shade, shade has been thrown. <laughs> shade has been thrown. Has been thrown. Shade has been thrown. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to throw the shade. It's okay. I caught it and I'm taking good care. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, flowers. well, Javi, I have another question for you. Sure. I don't know why all these unpopular opinion questions have to do with food, but we're just gonna go with it. We're gonna um, go with it. Is a hot dog a sandwich? 
Okay, this is a very good question. I want to preface with how great of a question this is because it's almost as good as is the water wet question. Yeah. It's not quite as good, but it's like almost it's, there. It's almost there. Just it's just. almost there. I would say that a hot dog is, is technically a sandwich. Emotionally, I don't think it would identify as a sandwich, but I think on paper it is a sandwich. Okay, explain. Because what is a what is a sandwich? What right? is a sandwich? If we think about it. <laughs> sandwich if you think about it in abstract terms it's two pieces of bread with delicious things in between so technically you would have like a protein and then let's say like some vegetables and some sauces so essentially that's what you have with a hot dog right like you it's something you want piece of bread because the bun is like attached but you have bread on both sides of your protein and a lot of the time people will include vegetables and sauces and all that other fun stuff but the process of eating a hot dog is not the same as the process of eating a sandwich Okay, you know? I see your point. And then I would like to counter with another point. So then please, what do you consider please. would you consider a taco a sandwich? Oh, okay. No, I'll tell you why I don't consider a taco a sandwich because it doesn't involve bread. It involves the corn but shell. What if you Mexican tacos? Yeah. What if you use a flour tortilla? So even so, then you have a tortilla and then we're in like a whole other category of food of like burrito wrap taco like the same reason I wouldn't consider a wrap sandwich I would consider a wrap so what do you okay I think I think a burger is a sandwich emotionally <laughs> and physically right yes a burger is a sandwich I'll give you that I would give you so that. a hot dog I think I would agree with you right why a hot dog's in a weird spot it's emotionally not a sandwich but on paper like if we had to go to court I think the court would rule it as a sandwich <laughs> we had to go to court <laughs> As you and I often do, we spend a lot of time. If we go to court, we need a lawyer about this for this. We do definitely. Um. Okay. Yeah, I think I agree with you that okay. physically, it's on paper it's a sandwich. Yeah. But emotionally, it's definitely not. It's not. It's not. I'm, it and I think I think my final verdict would be emotionally. So I I think my final verdict is no. Okay. I think my final verdict is going to be yes, but I also support your final verdict. Okay, I think we agree to disagree. Right? Because I think it's kind of like, are you and I adults, you know? Because emotionally, no, not even a little bit, but on paper, we're both over 18. So like legally, we are adults. Oh. But emotionally, you and I are running a podcast where we talk about hot dogs as if this is a serious topic. So like, we're definitely not adults. But like I okay. had to call my insurance company today and ask them if I could have dental insurance, which is a very adult thing to do. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. I see your point. I, I, okay. That was a very, very good, um, um, wait, what's the word? Um, muscle, muscle. Thank you. Thank you. Thank that was you. a very good muscle that, Thank you. that physically we're adults, but emotionally we're not even close. Not. not even, not even a little bit close. Yeah. No. No. Uh-uh. All right, guys, that is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you. So- hey, a wrap, a sandwich. That is a, that is a taco. Uh, you a- laughing so hard. Thank you for your pity laughs, Hana. I'm much appreciated. Anytime. I should record it and just give it to you. And whenever you so I'll, make it my, I'll make it my ringtone. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a witch laugh. <laughs> <laughs>
thank you guys so much for coming out. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, other major podcasting platforms. You can find us on Instagram, excuse me, at Project Dice Coffee. You can email us at Project Dice Coffee Podcast at gmail.com. And be sure to tune in two weeks from now for our next episode. Yes, exactly. Guys, we love hearing from you, whether it's an email, whether it's through Instagram. Please, please, please reach out and we would be more than happy to get back and connect with you. Yes. So, yeah. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye.